0: The, the best way to describe it is I kind of live sort of a haunted life as far as just weird stuff happening around me, but I don't actively go looking for it. The defense commission of these four murders over a 10 Killing sprees in the history of this state. Skin them sometimes,
1: uh, slit them, slit them all the way open. uh. I'm here looking for the spirits of anybody that still remains. I have a device in my hand. If you would like to talk to it, please come forward. Tell me your story.
0: Maybe I should have killed four or five hundred people, then I would have felt better. Then when I felt like i really offered society something. You are listening
1: to Serial Spirits, the podcast. Sometimes, I wonder if this, what we call reality, is not at all what it seems. Sometimes it feels too planned, like things have a predetermined program. We seem to live in a simulation, and sometimes when you figure out what the pattern may be, the powers that control this simulation find you and watch your next move. The bigger question is, not just the why, but the who. Don't you just love when things happen unexpectedly, weird synchronicities, all the time in me and Annie's life? It's crazy. Hey guys, welcome to this new episode of Serial Spirits. It's just me, Shay, today. Annie's taking a well-deserved day off because it's her birthday. Yes, when this episode drops, our sweet Annie Weebs will be 21 years old. Such a young lass. This episode today, guys, is dedicated to Annie Weaves. Happy birthday. Um you guys hit her up, give her a big happy birthday, because today is number 21 for Annie. So today's episode, guys, I sat down and it's weird, it's weird how all this stuff happened. I sat down with a guy who sent us a message about this crazy story and you're gonna hear that story, but just the coincidences and synchronicities that happened throughout chatting uh with this anonymous source, this anonymous caller who we're calling Jake from State Farm. It's crazy. So we just had to sit down and talk with him. And so this is gonna be my interview with Jake from State Farm, uh, about some of the crazy encounters that he had growing up and now we're tied in together with some similar stories. So here we go, guys. Well, I'm going to be here talking with Jake from State Farm. You like that better, don't you? Jake from, Jake State, from State Farm.
0: Farm perfect. Yes, that's perfect.
1: We, we've been messaging for a while, and uh, you had some pretty crazy stories and almost led into some of the stuff that me and Annie have been researching. So if you kind of want to start out with uh, you know, the first story you had message us, because it's kind of a weird, crazy story.
0: Yeah, the um the the reason I reached out to y'all is because I was listening to your episode about I believe it was the um the Intricate Code series that y'all did, and I just thought it was kind of odd. I I remember y'all mentioning everybody having a number, and a number following people, and then somebody said something about my n- my number was five seventy three, yeah. and then someone else mentioned well my number was three thirty.
1: Yeah, mine, and yeah five seventeen and three thirty. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I just popped in to say, hey, great podcast. It was interesting. I was listening to it and I'm like, I'm a, I'm a 330, by the way, you know, and then we just kind of got to chit chatting back and forth about some of the various weird little things that have been going on. And uh, it, it's almost more like a series of coincidences or synchronicities, I would I would say, and trying to piece it together and kind of make sense of it.
1: So, kind of give a little bit of background. Like you've been following this stuff. I mean, your whole life, basically.
0: I mean, this is not nothing new to you. Uh, you know, I don't know if I've been following it or if it's been following me. To be honest with you, that's that's just the truth of it. I'm not really sure. It's almost like looking into a mirror, and it's looking it's looking back at you, but the face is a little different. If that makes any sense,
1: one hundred percent.
0: Yeah, I just say that because from looking at it, I never, I don't get any concrete answers out of it. I just wind up with more questions.
1: Yeah. I've said so, that a lot of times where it's uh, if you look into the void, it's like something's looking, but it's almost like, uh, the perfect example of it is like stranger things. You know what I mean? It's like, there's an upside down to everything. You're looking at something and then it's like, it's all reversed. You know what I mean? It's all messed up and weird looking.
0: Yeah. It, it's, it's very odd. I'll, I'll say that much for sure. It's definitely odd. Um, this latest thing. So I noticed that, yeah, we have a calendar that operates on a Judeo-Christian, you know, Christmas, Easter, Valentine's Day, but there's another calendar that lays underneath of it from an older culture of like pagan Druidic practices, where it's not just those. But it's the same holidays, basically but it's the, the days vary a little bit and the reasons for the celebrations vary a little bit like Valentine's day, for instance, overlays with the pagan holiday of Lupercalia from, I believe it's Rome. And it's basically a a holiday that venerates the wolf and they do a sacrifice of like a goat or ram and a canine of some sort, either a coyote, a dog, a wolf just kind of laying the foundation of what we're going into.
1: So, yeah, like, uh, uh, it's it's a lot of people, especially in this region of Appalachia. It's hard to really explain a lot of that stuff because of the the back the religious background that a lot of people have. I mean, this is a very religious Christian area, and people don't want to look into all the pagan stuff or the esoteric or you know any of the occult stuff as being what a lot of these holidays and re- and religious events are based off of. I mean right. so it's it's hard to be accepted in this area, especially um with a lot of these
0: beliefs. So yeah, but when you consider the majority of the people that settled the area were Scotch, Irish, Celtic people, a tribal people basically, it, it's whether they want to recognize it or not, it's knitted into their DNA.
1: Oh, no, without a doubt. And like, you know, we we had talked uh I think it was last year, we did a whole episode on granny witches. Um, because it's a, it's a subject that really interests Annie and Annie actually has had people in her family tree, you know, who were these granny witches who came and, you know, did these like superstitious stuff that was just part of the culture of, you know, the Appalachian region. And in a way, it's still here, but in a way, people are just trying to slowly forgetting about it. But it's it is it's an important part of the culture that, you know, I think people need to be reminded that it's there.
0: Yeah, I, I can relate ahead family that was entrenched in that kind of thing as well so
1: so you you say that you have had the number stuff you're a 330 meaning you're born on March 30th right yes, yes. So, so that's kind of cool in itself because uh, one of the things that I've learned about doing this <laughs> is that it connects people right it's it's a big circle that we're all on this journey and you find these these people along the way that have these similar experiences and that's what makes it so easy to talk about all this stuff now you when you originally contacted me you know you talked about the three thirty. but you also had this really crazy experience and let's kind of get into that because you know it's something that obviously stuck with you your whole life
0: you're talking about the humanoid
1: yeah without a doubt let's (laughs)
0: let's let's get into that okay yeah that's kind of a i don't know why i asked that because i just kind of already knew where we were going um yeah, that, that kind of sticks out like a sore thumb. Uh, so when I was young, uh, the neighborhood that I lived in, me and a couple friends of mine, we would always play in this ditch uh, at the end of our, we, we lived in almost like a cul-de-sac that cut off. And uh, it was a circular block and it was a ditch that ran through the end of it. And across from that ditch, there was a, it used to be a cornfield, but then it was a, a trucking company moved in set up shop. And so we no longer were able to play in the cornfield, but they built these big kind of like outbuildings for the trucks to sit in. And I was probably eight, nine years old. Uh, my buddies were on the same age. One, one was his younger brother, so he's about a year younger. And the uh, sun was going down one night. We were playing in the ditch like usual, and something caught our eye, and we look up, and there's this uh, – I, I guess looking back, it was probably between a six- to seven-foot-tall – it looked like a naked man crawling up the side of a building, but he had a tail. And I know that sounds nuts, but that's, that's what we saw.
1: It's almost like a reptilian kind of, I
0: mean, in a way it had, it was, did it have like pale skin or. Well, it, it looked at the time, the way the sun was going down behind the building. I, I think that he, I think he had pale skin and he was catching the, refle- the these buildings are like a kind of a pale grayish blue mm-hmm. and so he looked kind of gray blue to us bald not a stitch of hair on him no clothing uh, his legs from the knee down were just a little bit different than like regular human legs they kind of almost hinged, like a uh, i guess like a deer leg maybe would be the best way to describe it at the knee but everything else was you know humanoid uh except the tail and yeah, he, maybe six, seven foot tall. He ran straight up the side of the building. When he got to the edge of the roof, he looked at us long enough to almost just like register. Like, okay, I see y'all. He claw- he crawled onto the roof on all fours and made a beeline for the, the, the ridge line of the roof. And he disappeared over the ridge line. And that's when we lost sight of him. We didn't see him again. What did you guys do? We just stood there with our mouths hanging open for a minute and looked at each other. Like y'all saw that, right? i like, yeah. Like to this day, if I find a, like I, like a couple of years ago, I found some clips on YouTube and one of them was real similar to what we saw. I'm sure it was a hoax. I'm sure it was probably CGI, but it was very similar to it. And I sent it to one of my buddies that saw it with me. And as soon as he saw it, he was like, that's what we saw. And I was like, it looks a whole lot like it. I mean, they, it's, it's burned into their brains this late, this late in their life. It's still burned in like it was just real.
1: So the weird thing about this is like the area in which you're talking about, uh, we're working on this story. Okay. And, uh, it's, it's something that I had read about a long time ago, but never really paid any mind. And, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to get, I- I'll tell you off. So you, oh, you know, nice. describing this area in which you live. And I was looking at a map, right. Th- this was another mm-hmm. thing that happened this morning while we were, you know, before I opened your message. um, and the area in which you are living, like you sent me a video to it and it shows that all these different mounds are, you know, in the vicinity of yeah. your, you know, your hometown. And uh, I found it weird that I'm opening up this map before I even open up your video and it's almost the same map and I'm looking at it. But it was across the Ohio River in Ohio and it was showing all these mounds. And, uh, uh yeah. yeah, it was just a weird sync, dude. It was like, so strange. And then I opened up your message. I told Danny, I was like, I don't understand how this, how does this crap always happen? Like, you know, it's almost like, like I said before, you're all connected. It's like this, this program, this, like, you know, it's almost like that, that show a glitch in the matrix. You know what I mean? Like you are predetermined for all this stuff to happen but you're seeing it in real time and you're just like what the hell like you realize that right. this, this is not normal you know what i mean i don't know if you want to describe a little bit about that video you sent and talk about just the area you live in and, and you know it's kentucky so kentucky's strange in itself but
0: yeah sure um it, the the video that i sent was it was sent to me uh oh it's probably been eight or nine months ago and somebody sent it and said, you should check this out. So I'm, I'm looking through it. and um, It's basically the city, uh, a, 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 a current map of the city overlaid with a historical map of the city and showing where the ancient mounds used to be at underneath of Louisville. Or, well, they weren't underneath of Louisville. They were basically mowed over and removed and bulldozed and used to fill in ponds and crevices and different things like that so they've been removed now, but it's showing where they used to be at. And, uh, it just, a lot of history has been lost because of people taking and just moving stuff out of the way to build something else on top of basically.
1: So do you think that has anything to do with what you saw or just, you know, the strange happenings of that area? That,
0: that I do not know. I do believe it might have something to do with the strange happenings. Um, I know when they were renovating, we we have an area down here called, um, New Lou, and it's basically New Louisville. It's a commercial district there's restaurants, shops, stuff like that and along one of the main streets there's these old buildings and when they were renovating the buildings um, one of the, the building fronts collapsed in and a staircase collapsed and one of the workers fell through into another basement. This is maybe a block, two blocks off the river I mean it's right on the Ohio River. Well, he falls into a sub-basement and starts looking around, and there's steel tables, like surgical tables with chains attached to them and cranks and, like, these weird paintings on the walls of, like, Jupiter or Saturn eating his child. Like, all these horrible, gothic, weird, violent paintings and stuff. And it come to find out that he had fallen into a sex dungeon secret club. Whoa. Yeah, it's like you can look it up on our uh, on our news channel website like if you just punch in uh secret S&M sex dungeon uh Louisville. It, it, it should pop right up. Like it's it's pretty nuts.
1: And that and do you, what was the name of the club, do you know?
0: I think it was called like Latex or something like that in the 70s, but if it was as late as, it it seemed like it was a lot older than that from looking at it. That's fucked up. It's super creepy, and so there like was a you, guy. You, you don't you don't have like a drain in the floor and like a torture rack, surgical steel table with a chain crank on it, for just oh yeah, we're we're putting on leather masks and whipping each other, you know. That's
1: that that's yeah that's some that's some hardcore like rough stuff murder shit. That's was what that is. So this guy's working. He's working on the built what the building above it and it just, just
0: yes it collapsed
1: yeah. and no one knew it was there
0: yeah basically he fell through into a sub-basement of this building and this is th- this is in the downtown area where a lot of those mounds were removed and changed and altered and shifted around
1: well i don't doubt there's you know all this cult stuff or sex cults or whatever i mean they're, they're all over the place we kind of talked about a little bit about that before we started recording here but uh I and mean, that's strange i'll have to i'm gonna have to look into that story Find yeah that i'll send you a YouTube. link I,
0: I'll, I'll send i'll send you a link i never sent the little collage i was talking about but i'll, I'll send you a link too it's, it's pretty wild and then i found out not too long ago one of the uh, where they built central state which is like our lunatic asylum here there used to be another one in what's over uh, a state park now and there's caves there's a cave system underneath of it but it basically used to be it was like a big castle looking structure and these people would they were treated real bad so they would try to escape and they would go into the tunnels and the caves and stuff underneath and try to get out of it and that's in downtown they, louisville uh no not downtown it's it's in anchorage area huh I, i'll send you the link to it it's, it's pretty wild stuff though it was, it's was called, they're called the, um, the sauerkraut caves.
1: The sauerkraut. Why, I, why have I heard of that before?
0: I actually just read something
1: up, on that not too long ago.
0: Really? That's it. It. It's, I forget the name of the lunatic asylum, but it looked like a giant castle. It was really creepy looking.
1: Where did I hear and, uh, that from? That's crazy, dude. I just literally read because I remember the sauerkraut
0: cave. Yeah. That was one of the ones in the collage I was going to send you. I just had not sent, sent it yet. So let's talk yeah, about the, the, the some of the current asylum is a hop, skip and jump from there.
1: Let's talk about some of these, uh, these symbols you, you see, or some of the sigils that you get. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you, you guys practice like Wiccan or any of the, uh, no. like, no,
0: Nope. Nope. We don't, we don't fool with that stuff. Uh, as far as it, <sighs> the, the best way to describe it is I kind of live sort of a haunted life. As far as just weird stuff happening around me, but I don't actively go looking for it. And I don't actively try to call stuff up or, or, or conjure anything or look at, you know, none of that other witchy stuff. It just happens to be, I notice patterns, like my pattern recognition is second to none. So when I see something, it it locks in with something else that I've seen with something else that I've seen with something else that I've seen and it starts to build a picture. And then from there, I try to figure out what it, it's like getting little pieces of a puzzle, but not being able to look at the back of a box and know what the whole picture is. So then I start trying to piece it together. Like the message I sent you with the drawing. And I said, does this symbol mean anything to you? Because it, it just popped up. And then I was reaching out, trying to kind of almost like feeling around in the dark, trying to see where it was coming from to make how, sense of it, you know
1: how long is this stuff i mean has this been going on your whole life yeah pretty much and does anybody like in your family have anything else like this or
0: a little bit yeah i, I wouldn't say to the to the level this is but yeah a little bit
1: i kind of like the way know, you, my mild
0: case of it
1: i kind of like the way you described that too that you were saying it's almost like you're getting pieces of the puzzle but you don't have the box To see exactly what what you're putting together, right? That's like probably that's probably one of the best ways I've ever heard it described because it just seems like the more like we talked about earlier, the more you stare into this phenomena, whatever's controlling or pulling the strings, like it eventually knows that you see it, and it just keeps toying with you, or it just keeps trying to escape your vision because you
0: know that it now exists. Right. I, I, I almost think, I, and I described it to somebody else I was talking to about the subject. I said, it seems like it's almost like this, this AI that is paying very close attention to certain numbers and certain dates and certain things. And then sometimes you can catch it and see a pattern. Like, for instance, the, the thing that I noticed the other day was, um, th- here's the thing. People inherently fuck shit up. They're messy human creatures they mess shit up they just do there's no way you can tell me that they planned that you had 20 30 people in a room and they planned to have our president give a speech at 2:22 p.m. on 222 2022 about going to war like that's not that's not normal for the numbers to fall like that that's that's a very odd thing to happen and i just i don't like i said i don't feel like that's a human trait I feel like that's almost like a a computer AI type of situation. Yeah, it's beyond,
1: no, it does. It's beyond the realm of like coincidence. I mean, it's just absolutely 100% pre-planned. I mean, it's, and that's when, you know, I tell people this all the time. There's the whole Mothman phenomenon really like is one of the ultimate things that just, it really set with me at a young age and it just intrigued me. And it still does to this day. All these strange things happening in the small town. And it's not just them seeing this winged creature. It's all these other events and coincidences and synchronicities that happen all at once. And they made a movie about it. And, you know, it's loosely based on what happened with John Keel, you know what I mean? In this, this movie. But one of the things that he does and says, he goes to see this professor who had worked on, this type of phenomenon before Richard gear goes to, I think he goes to Chicago to see this professor mm-hmm. and the guy saying, where's it happening? You know, this is something bad's about to happen. And he says, well, what, what is it? You know, does a, a, a human explain themselves to a cockroach? You know what I mean? Like, because we <laughs> have yeah. that, I mean, that's just the best way to say it. Like we don't understand what's going on and people want to attribute it to God or God's will or whatever, or, or God's or whatever it is. But there's an intelligence, like you said, an AI or something like that, that is far beyond what we can comprehend. And they've said that about this phenomena, especially with like aliens and, and the technology and all this stuff that's gone through is that we're not ready to understand this. We as a human race are not willing or ready to accept that there's something far more advanced than us that does exist. I think it would set the world on fire if this, if that happened. So it's still something that I now knowing, you know, I've talked to people before that, how do you live your life normally knowing that all this weird stuff's out there? You know what I mean? You go to work every day, you do all these normal things. You You eat, you sleep. It's like routine, but now, you know, that you've looked at something and it's looked back at you that you don't understand, but you know that it exists. How, how do you function normally
0: every day? After I, just, knowing? I, I just laugh at it at this point. Like for instance, prime example, the other day I'm messaging with my buddies. I, I saw a little news clip that said something about there was a, some rapper is getting sued by the estate of George Michaels for sampling his music. I believe was what, what the story was. And I was like the estate of George Michaels. And I asked my, my buddies in the chat, I said, when did he die? I was like, I thought he was still alive. And they were like, no, that's the boy George you're thinking of. I was like, no way. And they looked it up. And they was like, yeah, he died like five years ago. I was like, man, I like some of his music. Like, that sucks. So we're talking and everything. And, and we were talking about how when he went from being in Wham! to coming out as a solo artist, how his music changed and his look changed and everything. And, uh, this, is, this conversation goes on for maybe 10 minutes. I go out and get in the truck, which doesn't have a CD player, doesn't have a tape player. I usually don't even turn on the radio because I'm listening to podcasts and stuff. Get in, started up, turn on the radio. Guess what song's playing on the radio? <laughs> George Michaels. You got to have faith, faith to faith die. And I'm like, oh my God, are you serious right now? Uh, that's crazy. And, and it just, it, you just laugh. You just laugh because it's almost like it, it's like the universe is like winking at you, like, yeah, yeah, have fun.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, we have that. That
0: now with like cell phones, but I honestly think
1: that that shit listens to you, or just you know, it obviously takes into algorithms of stuff you look up on your phone. But for I mean, sure. shit like that, there's just no no denying that it just gets to a point where it's you do you do laugh at it, but I you still get like what the hell, you know? Our right. big thing right now is that we find dimes right in just mm-hmm. weird places, like a dime. Like Annie's had this thing with dimes for a long time, but it's like. I found one today in front of our washing machine. Now you could, you could attribute it to, it fell out of one of our pockets, you know what I mean? But neither one of us really carry change or cash on us. Um, Any change that I have, I have like a change thing. I throw it in every day, but we don't find pennies. We don't find quarters. We don't find nickels. We've only find dimes. So it's like, what, what is that supposed to mean? And it always happens in times where it's like, you know, something good's about to happen, you know, so I don't know. It's,
0: Let me ask you a question. So are they usually heads up or heads down?
1: Uh, sometimes it depends. Most of the ones yeah. I find are, are, are tails up. I mean, it's so
0: I don't know what that means. But Okay. Uh, w- when I was little, there used to be a game that some of the neighborhood kids would play and it, they didn't fool with like Ouija boards and stuff like that, but they would take a dime, specifically a dime, and they would try to contact whatever president was on that dime and speak, have him speak. So I, I don't know if they ever, you know, either one of y'all ever did that when y'all were little, but I've never even heard that game, of that game. Just, <laughs> really? I wonder, I wonder if your partner has, she may have, I'll have to ask her. Yeah. You might, you might ask. Cause that's, that's what, and, and my friends that would do that, they did find a lot of dimes and there was usually heads up. That's why I asked that specifically.
1: Yeah, I've never heard of that game, but uh, well, that's something else to look into, too. And he may have heard of it. I don't know. It may be something that happened down here in the, the West by God and Kentucky over there. I don't know. I'm
0: not sure, but that's that was something the kids in my neighborhood did. So it, it may tie in or it may have nothing to do with it at all.
1: You had mentioned something earlier about you know, it's something you sent to me and it didn't even like it didn't even click into my brain. And then as soon as I seen the picture of what you sent to me it kind of did you had mentioned something about like Rams you know the Ram or whatever earlier mm-hmm. and you know I'm looking at these pictures and I'm like holy crap the Rams won the Super Bowl and the colors of the Rams is mm-hmm. the same color as the Ukrainian flag and you got all this mm-hmm. turmoil happening in the Ukraine I mean what is the what are the odds that all that is the same
0: right and it, the fact that it happens right around Lupercal and they're going in and what's the sacrifice? It's either a wolf or a lamb or a, a ram, a goat, something like that, or a dog or some sort of canine. Uh, the, the thing that got me was I couldn't figure out how the wolf fit in to the Ukraine, Russia thing, other than it being around blue Pitalia, until, and well, and, and again, this is how these weird synchronicities roll out. So <clears throat> I get get out of the shower one night. I got a scratch on my chest, just like a small, I don't know, two two inch scratch or whatever. I didn't think nothing of it. I, you know, I may have bumped into something or who knows what. Well, the next night, um, I get out of the shower, and intersecting that that first scratch is another scratch going across it, like a almost like an S turned sideways. And I was like, huh, that's weird. It almost looks like a symbol or something. That's that's odd. And I took the rest of my body and I will scratch, you know, and I'm here. So I kind of just let it ride. And then that night I was uh, getting ready to go to bed and I was listening to Clyde Lewis' show. And he said, you know, if you got something to add, call in to the conversation. I was like, you know what, I'm going to call in. I've never got through the line. I'm going to call in. I got something to talk about, just about the wolf thing. Because I wanted to add that because I've been noticing this, this stuff about wolves kept popping up in relation to what he was talking about that night. So call in and he's like, oh, this is odd. This guy on the line wants to talk about Lupercalia and this wolf symbolism. Somebody else just messaged me while he was on hold with a poem from Sandy Hook about lambs and wolves and all this weird stuff that coincided. I'm like, that is odd. And he basically said the same thing. Like, this is really weird. He just ended the call by saying, what the hell was that? And like I said, same thing. I just, I got more questions. I don't have any answers. I don't know what it is. It's just weird. And so I get up the next day and uh, I look at, to, to see if uh, the archive of the show is up so I could listen to make sure I didn't sound like a crazy person. One of the symbols on his artwork for the show that night looks real similar to the symbol that, that I was, that was scratched onto my chest. And so I turned it just candid sideways just a little bit. And I was like, that is very similar not exact but it's very similar it's similar enough to make me go huh that's odd so i looked up what that symbol was lo and behold it's called a wolf's angle or wolf's angle angel something like that like that is so weird so that okay so that ties into that subject and like i told him on the phone you know i've been listening to an artist by the name of mark Lanigan that had died he died on i want to say like the 23rd of february well, he's best known for a song called I am the wolf and the song called the beast in me where he's singing about, the you know, a wolf being trapped inside of a werewolf type situation. So just a lot of odd stuff.
1: Well, then that ties into like kind of spur the conversation with you and me a little further is because we have been discussing like, you know, different ideas for the podcast and different ways we want to take it and just different experiences we've had over the years. And one of the most profound experiences that I've had uh, involved, I think, indigenous people, you know, indigenous people or something elemental without a doubt. And, you know, we were talking about that experience and how it involved a wolf type creature that we were seeing or thought we were seeing. And I open up the message and it's about from you and it's about wolves. And so that in itself was just kind of like, dude, we got to talk to this guy. <laughs> like, it's there's some weird stuff going on here. Like I said, we're all connected in some way with this stuff, this what? phenomenon.
0: Well, that's why I sent that that first drawing that I did, the you know the the sketch that I did that I did of that scratch, and asked, what was it? I asked you, does this have any meaning to y'all? Yeah, does this symbol have hold any bearing to y'all? Because it seemed like every time I was thinking about our upcoming conversation that's when something like that happened or something with it. It seemed like it was, it was tying into either what we were talking about or going to talk about or the conversation that I had with Winston Lewis or whatever. Yeah. And, and that's, I, I that's, didn't know which direction it was coming from. I just knew there's this wolf tie in somewhere. And I was, like I said, I was feeling around in the dark, trying to find another piece of the puzzle to try to get a clear picture.
1: And that's the weird thing about it is I had no idea. You know what I mean? It just was a random conversation that we were having. It wasn't like it was predestined to say, hey, I'm going to talk about this. It was just like, you know, all of a sudden we were reminiscing about this. and I'm like, yeah, that was so crazy because it involved this. And not only that, the craziest part about that experience for me was when we were done, as I said, we almost felt like we were somebody's else's land. You know what I mean? If this is coming from the land. It's elemental or it's, you know, native to whatever's here. So we yeah. did like an offering we spread tobacco and sage around the cabin that we were staying in just as a peace offering. It's like, say, we're staying here for the weekend. We want to welcome you to join us. If you would like, you know, here's our peace. here's tobacco. You know, we'd like to smoke tobacco. So here you go, please mm-hmm. let us stay here and we'll leave it. You know, we'll leave in good, good faith, the same way we came. And so mm-hmm. probably about, I want to say six 30 in the morning, the sun's just starting to come up. And I just happened to wake up because I hear like drumming, like these drum beats, right? And mm. then almost like a slight chanting behind it. So I wake up Annie and I'm like, "Listen, wake up right now, like listen to this. And she wakes up to hear like drumming, almost like it was like a, you know, like, hey, yeah, this is where we're peace. This is I, I accept your offering. Here's a chant for you or whatever. It was crazy. That's man. awesome. No. That's awesome. And I've never ever felt anything like that or experienced anything like that again to this day and it's something that was just unnerving but it was like calming but it was powerful. And it I wish I could experience it again and if I I get the chance I really want to but I don't know what it was man but I honestly think that a lot of this stuff looking back on everything that I've experienced over time has some ancient thing to it like there's old old it's old it's it's from the earth it's not from space or you know I still go with the fact that it could be you know interdimensional or something like that but it feels more like it is it's from the earth
0: well have you ever heard the well I'm not gonna say ever heard but there's there's some theories that believe that the whole UFO thing people from space that they're not from space that they're from literally inside the earth. I mean, there's some people that believe that.
1: Yeah. I mean, and, and that's been the big theory now for the past three years, you know, all this stuff that's been going on with all these different shows and coming out and just the high strangeness in general is becoming like in the mainstream realm that, you know, it's, I think it's for a reason.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm more inclined to believe the whole, uh, what is it? Quantum, quantum uh, theory theory, that basically there's just multiple universes right next to each other.
1: Yeah. Like an entanglement. And,
0: it, it, yeah. And, and that just sometimes they bleed over a little bit. It's something weird happens. Sometimes you can see them sometimes, you know, like that, there was a story I heard about a woman that was, uh, Oh, that was the other thing. I almost forgot about that. When y'all said in, in the episode where y'all were talking about the injured cold thing about the person hearing the hello, like mm-hmm. somebody answering their phone that's what stuck out to me. That's what really perked my interest because I've heard that before. And I literally thought, I'm like, there's no, like, that's crazy. There's no way. And like other people were there that heard the same thing. And there was, there's no phone. There was no person with that voice. It was just a hello. Like somebody answering the phone out of nowhere. And the only thing I could think of was what if some, what if there's a dimensional right next to us where somebody is answering the phone or you remember being a little kid and looking at a basement before the lights are on and looking down there and thinking, "Did I just see somebody moving. What do you say? Hello? Hello? Is somebody down there? You know, maybe somebody seeing us and we're their ghosts. That's what I,
1: that's what I, I have thought that way for years. It's almost like you go to these places. Like we're paranormal investigators. So we go to this old haunted building and it's to us, it's, abandoned you know what i mean to somebody else that is living in that time period it's not they're seeing everything as it is in their time period and they we're the gut like you said we're the ghost to them we're in their territory we're crossing their plane and for a brief moment uh everything's it's like it's like the second thor movie right when all the realms are going to be in, in lined with each other for a brief moment in time. Right. And everything's going to cross over. It's exactly what it's like. Everything just happens at that moment in time where it bleeds in,
0: you know, people have said that. That's the word I was looking for multiverse.
1: Um, And people are just like to, you know, have seen things like UFOs or Bigfoot or, you know, these strange humanoids where it's like, they're there and then they're gone. And it's like, did something open up and close real quick? Is that what you saw, you know, and you right. just happen to be at the right place at the right time to, to catch it. I 100% agree with that theory.
0: Yeah, but I, I definitely get what you're saying, though, when you say think it, something just feels older about it. I, I've been to places like that where it's like there's a lot of history here and it, it's going to sound weird. But the first thing that pops into my head when I'm in those places is like, man, there's a lot of blood in this ground. And that's the only thing I can think in my head. There's a lot of blood and shed here whether it's you know, tribes hunting buffalo, because I mean most of Kentucky, I mean, you got buffalo trace bourbon and you had huge herds of buffalo that just ran through here. Think about how many of them were hunted and like bled on this ground, or how many battles there were here. Or, you know, there's some rumors that there were giants in the land at that time and that, you know, the Native Americans killed them all out. There's some people that believe that.
1: I feel like you were like bugging our house this morning, listening to our conversation. <laughs> Seriously?
0: Did I just hit on something? <laughs> yeah. Really?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of oh, I dude that's messed up because we're talking,
0: hey, to, this, we're, we're talking before, to, before we go any further. All right. The the area that I was, that I sent you the video about those mounds, literally right across the river, that span that goes across the river from that area it used to be real shallow. It's basically the falls of the Ohio. So it's there's places where you can still walk when the water's low. A lot of people believe that the ancient wars occurred in that area. A lot of people think that the ba- the that the wars where the giants were killed down to the last one was in that area. And across the river from there is Jeffersonville, Indiana, uh, Clarksville, a couple other places like that. And they found according to some of the books I've read, they found skeletons that are up to like nine, 10 feet tall with armor on them that should, that is not right for the timeline. Well, think
1: about this for a minute. My brother-in-law, he's six foot five, right? You know, he, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of big, tall guys in West Virginia. So I'm five foot five, right? So to me, that would be a giant. So you see, you know, it necessarily, over the years maybe people have exaggerated on the heights of some of these people but it could have been a race of these six foot seven six foot eight six foot nine guys that you know they that they they were seeing but it's still odd that you bring up giants because we were talking about some of the giants that had blue eyes and big red beards and that's exactly what my brother-in-law looks like but uh we talked, we, about, <laughs> yeah, we talked about that this morning, man. Like we were talking about this different weird stuff in Appalachia. One of the things we brought up, cause we recorded an episode of the podcast earlier. One of the things we were talking about was how uh, it's going to be in I mean, by the time this comes out, the episode I've already aired, but um, we talk about how we had this weird experience that, that happened after doing all this stuff with the injured cold stuff. And, uh, it was an odd thing. And Annie's dad was the center of some of this stuff and he's not, and he doesn't believe any of this stuff. You know what I mean? He's, Mm -hmm. he's pretty, you know, religious and he firmly, you know, reads the Bible and he studies it. And it was just weird to hear him say what he said to us, this experience happened. And he was kind of like, you know, it was a weird experience. He brought it up, but really didn't go into it. But then later on, we were having a conversation about weird stuff. And he just looked at us and said, you know, they talk about giants in the Bible. And he's yeah, like, I just, couldn't believe, in I, goes, I just couldn't believe that, that they talk about giants in the Bible. And I'm like, hmm, but, you know, and it's just for him to like somebody who had read the Bible his whole life to just kind of bring that up after these strange events that happened the night before. It's like, that's weird, dude. But we were talking about that story this morning, earlier today. And it was like, oh, the fact that you bring it up is like, you know, it's so weird. Yeah. So it's what the area that you're talking about is one of the, there's the map that I looked at this morning too. So.
0: <laughs> I can tell you this, one of the places that used to be sort of like my stomping grounds where we'd run around as kids and stuff. Um, there was a lot of artifacts found when they excavated the area to build some stuff, a lot of real old artifacts. And there's a caretaker uh, that one of my buddies talked to when he was out on that area And he said, yeah, I don't, I don't come out at night. And my buddy was like, well, that's weird. Why? And he said, I've seen stuff out here that will curl your hair. Wouldn't go into what my buddy pressed him. He just wouldn't talk about it. And, but my buddy relayed the story to me and he said, yeah. So as, as old as the stuff is that they found there, I can only imagine what this dude's been seeing. And it's right on the river, right by an industrial area, chemical plants, the whole, once again, the whole recipe for what's out there in West Virginia. Yeah. And
1: you know, we, we went to the man-made side of why these places are where they are, but it doesn't explain why the strange things happen there. And right. Like I said, you know, you, you get in some, to look at it from a paranormal investigator who's dealt with hauntings in like places that have been renovated Right. You go into this house and they're starting to renovate, tear down walls, change the outlook of the way this place looks and the hauntings increase. It's because the theory is that you're changing the environment. So it's like either disgruntling the feng shui of what's going on there uh, or, you know, it's pissing off whatever's there. OK, well, think about it. Yeah. You go to a place where you start tearing into the land, you're digging, you're Digging for for you know coal and all this other stuff and you're disturbing whatever's been there for however long so it's you know it's changing the environment changing the the flow of what's a normal day for these whatever's the strange happening seem to be it, no wonder why <laughs> it happens in all these areas you know that's just another theory
0: right. yeah well you mentioned it earlier you said something it sounded it reminded you of a skinwalker well. What do they tell people out at Skinwalker Ranch? Don't dig. Yep. As soon as you start excavating, weird activity stuff picks happens. up. Things get weird. So I,
1: you know, it's just there's so many strange things, and and people forget that the Appalachian region is just one of the weirdest, the weirdest places on the planet. I mean, it's it's just it's beautiful, but it's also very very old, and it's very strange. I'm I coon hunt. At night and i've been out in the woods on some nights and it just the vibe some nights is just cool calm and collective and other nights it's just weird you just feel like something's watching you from the woods i'm one of them people when i get into that boat i'm hunting raccoons you know what i mean we got the dogs out we're out there we're enjoying the night i don't think about the strange the strangeness of it all it just creeps up on you like what is going on you know what i mean it's not like you're going in with that mindset that something's going to get me it's just it automatically creeps up on you and so there's something ancient and something still lurking in this area that we don't have any clue about
0: i I just feel like as long as you don't antagonize it or or egg it on or call it up basically i I mean i feel like everything can coexist amongst itself and you just got to kind of like okay some weird stuff's going on. I just got to take it in stride. And, you know, it's the, the weirdness nodding at you, I would say. Well, is there
1: anything else you want to add or talk about?
0: Uh, no, I just, this is an interesting conversation. I'm, I'm glad we had a chance to have it because, like I said, I, I had some questions. And I feel like now that we've talked, it might have filled in some of the blanks for the things that I was wondering about and, and vice versa on both ends of it, just because it's just a lot of odd stuff stacking up.
1: Well, I mean, I appreciate you reaching out to us. And I don't want, I mean, I don't want the conversations to, or the weird things to stop. Like if any of this stuff keeps happening to you, please keep, keep sending them our way and vice versa. And like, well, for sure, you know, we'll, we, we met a new friend. So it's like, for sure we get up and in I, that,
0: I assure
1: you, I do not
0: have a listening device in y'all's
1: kitchen. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, like you, hit the nail on the head with a lot of the stuff even the stuff that we didn't you know say on the recording like stuff we talked about earlier it's just weird weird i I told annie i was like i said you know in no disrespect to anybody you you hear from people people reach out to you and you just kind of like weed out the weirdos to people that you know, it's just like, uh, I don't know if they're really full of shit or if they're just whatever. And then the more we started talking, you know what I mean? Like, the more it was like, oh, we got to talk to this guy without a doubt, like have him on the show and talk about some of this stuff. Because, you know, obviously there's a reason you reached out to us, and it's not just some weird, like similar happenings of something you're trying to bullshit, you know what I mean? Like, it's, excuse me, you yeah. know, it's, it's a legit a legit thing so i really appreciate you
0: reaching out and taking the time to talk to me no problem and thanks for your time and if y'all are over in my neck of the woods give me a call first rounds on me um i'm right down the street from waverly hills oh man yeah right down the street from Pope lick trestle uh and and a few other choice uh high strangeness areas so yeah
1: well same thing with it. you're ever in our area you hit us up and We'll take it. to give you some personal tours of the bunkers, the
0: TNT bunkers. I've, I've been there. Yeah. That's, that's oh, yeah. one of the pictures that I, that's one of the pictures I was going to send you is my daughter going into the bunker. Uh, she was in the one that, that the, the life-size Mothman was painted on the inside of
1: it. Yeah. You know, you don't know, want to hear a weird yeah. story. Yeah. was it walking into one of these bunkers one night we were there and I walk in there and on the back wall, in big black letters is written the word shea and i was hmm. like eh, that's my last name wow. that's that's weird
0: that is yeah. very weird yeah but yeah i'll I tell you what i'm trying to get out in y'all's area for some uh some of that Greenbrier uh brewery i've heard they got some real good beer out that way so yeah i've very never I've that, never but... had it but i'll have to check it out now well when i was in point pleasant it was i, I did the the math on the um google maps and it it would have been like another eight hours to drive out there because it's all through the mountains and stuff to get over to the other side of it so it didn't work out but and they sold out immediately so i wasn't able to get my hands on any while i was there
1: well if i see any i'll uh i'll send it your way i appreciate you all right well man it was good talking to you i really appreciate you taking the time and we'll keep in touch yep you have a good one you too so how about that guys they're is just so much stuff that goes on that's just, it is, it's just one of them things. I think the best thing that we talked about or that we said was that, yeah, to quote Jake from State Farm, is that you get all these puzzle pieces and you don't have the box. So you're just kind of putting together almost like, a pu- like say, the whole puzzle's blue and you just got to figure out what piece goes where because you don't really see the picture of what you're building. It's crazy. And things like this just continue to happen, and as they happen, we will report them, and we will tell the stories, and if you yourself have a strange encounter, we love to hear all these stories, and we will totally talk to you, and totally, you know, sit down for however long it takes, and, you know, you can tell your story, and and you can remain anonymous. So, guys, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm going to go celebrate Annie's birthday with her and we'll be back next week for the new episode of the podcast. So, as I always say, be aware and be safe. Bye-bye, guys.